0: German vocabulary course. The first ground rule is essential. Do relax. If you are tense, you cannot enjoy learning and will miss out on that sense of excitement and accomplishment that his method provides. The second ground rule is equally important. Never try to memorise. If you must avoid old habits such as memorising lists, taking notes, doing homework... Ground rule number three. Take time to think things through before you respond. And finally, ground rule number four. You must participate and interact. Don't just listen passively. Following these ground rules was the best way to learn another language. What you understand, you know, and what you know, you don't forget. In this German vocabulary course, you will participate as the third member of a very special pair of native speakers, Julius and Julia. Just play your part interacting with all three of us as we reinforce new concepts and introduce relevant vocabulary drawn from all sorts of situations. Here's how the system works. First, I will introduce a new concept or phrase. And then I will ask you to create your own response by prompting you with something like, How would you say? Whenever you are prompted, hit the pause button to give you plenty of time to work out your answer. Take as much time as you need to think things through and then respond out loud. Once you have responded, hit the pause button again to continue and you will hear the correct response that the native speakers or I will repeat. You'll surprise yourself just how much German you already know when you interact with us. But if you are unsure, just repeat a section. It's perfectly all right to review before moving on. In fact, Michel Thomas designed his courses so that it was difficult to move on comfortably before you had understood and internalised what he was teaching at every stage. One last observation here. As Michel Thomas told us, there is a great affinity between the German and the English languages, which means that certain Transformationen will help you create German words, as well as put you in a position to make a more informed guess as to their meaning. He told us that the vocabular we actually need in any language is limitiert. 500 to 1500 words make it possible for you to Kommunizieren auf Deutsch. This course, which is divided into three segments, will introduce you to over a thousand new words and phrases. The first teaches you how to transformieren certain English words into German and how to recognize German words by examining their component parts and familiarizing yourself with certain word endings. The second focuses on reviewing verbs, whilst building vocabulary around them. The third and final segment shares some common everyday German expressions, giving you helpful hints to build your proficiency and self-confidence as you venture forth with your newly enhanced German. I dedicate this course to Michelle Thomas and am more than happy to be your coach as we set out on that journey to acquire German vocabulary the Michel Thomas way. Together, we will get that ball over the net. Course Segment 1.
1: Cognates.
0: As you've already learned German with Michel Thomas, you'll know that as an English speaker you have a tremendous advantage. There is a treasure trove of German vocabulary buried in English. This is thanks to the arrival in Britain over fifteen centuries ago of the Angles, Saxons and Jutes, who spoke a language similar to German. Over generations, most languages develop and absorb material from other cultures. One of the effects of this, something that Michelle Thomas discussed, is a gradual change in pronunciation and spelling. If you know a little bit about how German words, absorbed into English, have changed, You'll be able to recognise a lot of words in modern German, and give your vocabulary a real boost. It can even give you the edge, should you try to work out what an English word might be in German. Let me give you a few examples. In the Middle Ages, the German T sound shifted and softened to a D sound. That's why trinken in German sounds so close to drink in English and why gut mellowed to good with this in mind see if you can work out what these german words mean every house needs one of these ein bett ein bett yes a bed and this something to eat brot und butter of course bread and butter if
1: you do a lot of tanzen dancing
0: Tansen is to dance, you'll develop a Durst. durst, thirst, and if you're grateful to someone, you'll use danken, meaning to thank, danken, from which you get danke, of course, thanks. The hound, our Saxon word for dog, is evident in the German word hund. I know you'll have no problem working out these other animals.
1: Der Fuchs und der Wolf. Fuchs und Wolf. Fox and Wolf. And what about these two?
2: Das Schwein und die Kuh.
1: Das Schwein, the pig,
0: think of swine. Die Kuh, the cow. The clipped German T softened in English to a TH sound, which is why Vater, is traceable in our word father bearing that in mind you'll recognize this number hundred thousand. a hundred thousand now listen to the german words for parts of the body the similarities to english are striking
2: haare lippen schulter knie ellbogen
0: Haare, hair. Lippen, lips. Schulter, shoulder. Knie, knee. Ellbogen, elbow. These sound shifts are useful to know, but they're not cast in stone. So just relax and trust your guessing instinct in this first segment. You'll find examples of other sound shifts in the user manual. But for now, just go with the flow. Mit dem Strom schwimmen. Swim with the stream, with the current. Mit dem Strom schwimmen. Let things happen gradually, and everything will fall into place. Right, you're ready to start using your German, but before we begin, remember, whilst Michel Thomas always encouraged us to guess vocabulary, he warned never to guess structure. So do try and think sentences through clearly. In this segment, we'll introduce you to some really useful German word endings. What will gradually become clear, that's klar in German, close, isn't it, is that the German language tends to glue words or pieces of words together, rather like building a wall, brick by brick. By separating and examining each individual brick or word, You'll find you can work out its meaning more easily and you'll see patterns emerge. You'll soon be building
1: these walls yourself. Let's begin
0: with the verb ending iren. Michel Thomas taught you organisieren, to organise. Telefonieren, to telephone. What was to repair? Reparieren. Ja, reparieren. And to work in the sense of to function?
2: Funktionieren.
0: Ja, funktionieren. All these ihren words, spelt I-E-R-E-N, are, Michel Thomas said, of French extraction. So how would you say to reserve in German? Reservieren. That's right, reservieren. Think of it this way. Drop off the last vowel in the English word. Hear the E on the end of reserve. Then, sticking with the last consonant, add your ending Reserve Reservieren. Now, imagine you have arrived at a German hotel. How would you say, I would like to reserve a double room, please? Do you remember the word for room? Zimmer. Yes, Zimmer. That's capital Z-I-M-M-E-R. Bearing in mind that Michelle Thomas told you a German P shifted to an English B, work out what a double room is in German. Doppelzimmer. Doppelzimmer. Well done if you guessed correctly. You had to change the vowel sound slightly. Double to doppel. And I hope you pronounced the Z as though it was a Ts Doppelzimmer. Zimmer and our new compound, two-brick word, Doppelzimmer, are das-words. Michelle Thomas explained the three German genders to you, masculine, feminine and neuter. For a neuter word, the is... Das. Das. And the neuter word for A is... Ein. That's right. Das and ein. Let's now say I would like to reserve a double room,
1: please. First, I would like...
2: Ich möchte.
0: Ja, ich möchte. Remember, if you use the handle möchte, the second verb goes to the end of the sentence. Word order is one of German's little quirks. But it's nothing to get worked up about. German children make mistakes when they first start speaking. But in time, it becomes instinctive because it just sounds right. That'll happen for you too. So how would you say, I would like to reserve
1: a double room, please?
2: Ich möchte ein Doppelzimmer reservieren, bitte.
0: Well done. Ich möchte ein Doppelzimmer reservieren, bitte. If das Einzelzimmer is a single room, work out a twin-bedded room a two bedroom ein zwei bettzimmer ja ein zwei if with a bath is mit Bart and with a shower is mit dusche how would you say we would like to reserve a single room with a bath and a twin bedded
1: room with a shower
2: wir möchten ein einzelzimmer mit Bart und ein Zweibettzimmer mit Dusche reservieren.
0: Wir möchten ein Einzelzimmer mit Bad und ein Zweibettzimmer mit Dusche reservieren. If you're phoning a restaurant, you may want to reserve a table inside. Drinnen. By the window, beim Fenster. Or outside? Draußen. Or on the terrace, auf der Terrasse. Listen out for that in in drinnen, and aus, meaning out, in draußen, a well-matched pair, drinnen and draußen. A table is ein Tisch, but here you'll say einen Tisch. I'll explain why in segment two. So how would you say, a table for six, inside
1: by the window, please? Einen Tisch für sechs drinnen beim Fenster, bitte.
0: Einen Tisch für sechs drinnen beim Fenster, bitte. Richtig. And now, a table for eight outside on the terrace.
2: Einen Tisch für acht draußen auf der
0: Terrasse. Einen Tisch für acht draußen auf der Terrasse. Now. How would you say to serve?
1: Serve in the sense of serving up food.
0: Servieren. Good. Servieren. Let's ask, when do you serve breakfast? Breakfast in German is Frühstück. That's capital F-R-U-umlaut-H-S-T-U-umlaut-C-K. Michelle Thomas taught you that früh means early. Stück actually means peace, so Frühstück means an early piece, an early piece of food, of course. German bricklaying in action, Frühstück. Now, how would you say
1: when?
2: Wann?
0: Gut, wann. Remembering to use sie as you are talking to someone who is not a friend or relative, how would you now say
1: when do you serve breakfast?
0: Wann servieren Sie Frühstück? Wann servieren Sie Frühstück? Very good. Especially if you remember to pronounce the ST in Frühstück as though it has a sh before the T. Frühstück. If lunch is das Mittagessen, your midday eat, and dinner is das Abendessen, the evening eat, how would you say until when do you serve lunch? For until use bis, so once again, until when
1: do you serve lunch? Bis wann
2: servieren Sie Mittagessen?
1: Bis wann servieren Sie Mittagessen? Gut. Tea time in Germany
0: is considered time for Kaffee und Kuchen, coffee and cake. Kaffee und Kuchen. Although some places will have a tea stunde, a tea hour. But if you're invited to tea in
1: Germany, you will hear something different. Wollen Sie zum Kaffee trinken
0: vorbeikommen? Wollen Sie vorbeikommen? Would you like to come by, vorbeikommen? Zum Kaffee trinken, to drink a cup of coffee. Now, a snack is a little something, eine Kleinigkeit. So, how would you invite someone, saying, would you like to come by and have a snack with me?
1: First, would you like to come by?
2: Wollen Sie vorbeikommen?
0: Wollen Sie vorbeikommen? And have a snack with me? In German, you'd say and eat a snack with
1: me.
2: Und eine Kleinigkeit mit mir essen?
0: Und eine Kleinigkeit mit mir essen? Prima! Great! Wollen Sie vorbeikommen und eine Kleinigkeit mit mir essen? When someone asks you this, do say ja gerne, yes gladly, very quickly. Let's move on to more Ehrenverbs.
1: How would you say to transport?
2: Transportieren.
1: Of course, transportieren. And to import, importieren. Natürlich, naturally, of course, importieren. Sehr gut. And to export,
2: exportieren.
0: Natürlich, exportieren. How about to produce? Just be careful here because the C will change to a Z sound, and is in fact spelt. With a Z.
1: Produzieren. Ja,
0: produzieren. Ausgezeichnet. That means excellent. Now, how would you say the beer here is excellent? Remember, excellent, ausgezeichnet? That's A-U-S-G-E-Z-E-I-C-H-N-E-T. Ausgezeichnet. Beer is neuter. So to say the beer, which form of the word the
1: will you need? Das. Ausgezeichnet. Das Bier. So, the beer here is excellent.
2: Das Bier hier ist
0: ausgezeichnet. Das stimmt. That's right. Das Bier hier ist ausgezeichnet. In Germany, beer is usually dark or light. So let's try, the beer is usually dark or light. As you may recall, Michel Thomas taught you gewöhnlich, meaning usually. He also mentioned dark, which is...
1: dunkel. Ja, dunkel. And light? hell. Good, hell. Back to our sentence. The beer is usually dark or light. Das Bier ist gewöhnlich dunkel
0: oder hell. Gut, das Bier ist gewöhnlich dunkel oder hell. Okay, now what about Germany produces excellent beer? But before you try that, let's just take a look at the adjective excellent, ausgezeichnet. In this sentence, it sits directly in front of the word it is describing. Excellent beer. So let's be agreeable and match it to the noun. In gender, beer is neuter. And in number, beer is singular. So ausgezeichnet gets an ES on the end. Excellent beer is therefore... Ausgezeichnetes beer. Ja, ausgezeichnetes beer. But here's the good news. When an adjective is on its own... Freestanding, as it was when you said, the beer here is excellent, then you have no worries as there's no need to agree. So let's try that again. The beer here is excellent. Das Bier hier ist ausgezeichnet. Richtig. Das Bier hier ist ausgezeichnet. But now Germany produces excellent beer. So remember to be agreeable.
2: Deutschland produziert ausgezeichnetes Bier.
0: Das stimmt. That's right. Deutschland produziert ausgezeichnetes Bier. And if weltweit means worldwide, how would you then build on and export it worldwide?
2: Und exportiert es weltweit.
0: Deutschland produziert ausgezeichnetes Bier und exportiert es weltweit. Gut. Now... If cars are Autos and cameras are cameras or Fotoapparate, how would you say that the Germans also produce good cars and cheap cameras? When your adjective is describing something in the plural, just add an E. So, they also produce good cars? Sie produzieren auch gute Autos. Sie produzieren auch gute Autos. And cheap cameras? Cheap
1: is billig. Und billige Kameras?
0: Und billige Kameras. A lot of English technical words are very similar in German. Business is global after all. So it won't surprise you that products are Produkte. That's capital P-R-O-D-U-K-T-E. Produkte. Now, if electrical is Elektro, how would you say electrical products?
2: Elektroprodukte.
0: Gut. Elektroprodukte. Waren are wares or goods. That's capital W-A-R-E-N. Waren. Now, as you know, Michel Thomas taught us fertig, meaning ready, finished. This also works for manufactured. So how would you say manufactured goods?
2: Fertigwaren. Gut,
0: Good. Fertigwaren. Okay, once you know that Schreiben is to write, you'll now recognize the sign Schreibwaren-Geschäft. Geschäft, as you know, is shop. Schreibwaren, writing wares, meaning stationary. So stationary shop schreibwarengeschäft so if spielen means to play what would this be ein spielwarengeschäft für kinder yes a children's toy shop ein spielwarengeschäft and finally if to sell is verkaufen and leather is Leder, how would you say do you sell good leatherware
2: Verkaufen Sie gute Lederwaren?
0: Verkaufen Sie gute Lederwaren? Richtig! Did you remember to make your adjective good, agreeable? Gute Lederwaren? You know, Michel Thomas always said minor details are not important in the wider scheme of things. Don't try to be perfect. Just aim to communicate. Get that ball over the net. Well, when it comes to the agreeability of adjectives... You won't ever hit the ball into the net and fail to be understood. Rest assured, the Germans themselves are not 100% accurate either. Now, let's get back on track with those Ehren verbs.
1: What about the verb to train? Trainieren. Gut, trainieren. So how would you say one must train for sport?
2: Man muss für Sport trainieren.
0: Gut, man muss für Sport trainieren. To emphasize that this is particularly the case with sport, for sport one must train really hard, make the agent, the doer of the verb, swap places with the verb. So you'll actually say, for sport must one train really hard. So if really hard is wirklich hart, how would you say? For sport, one must train really hard.
2: Für Sport muss man wirklich hart trainieren.
0: Richtig, that's right. Für Sport muss man wirklich hart trainieren. This tendency to stress an item and promote it to the head of the sentence is typically German. Listen to Julia. She's mad about winter
1: sports. Für Wintersport wie
0: Skifahren, Snowboarden und Eislaufen muss man wirklich hart trainieren. Aber es macht Spaß. Did you recognize the three winter sports she loves? Wintersport wie Skifahren, Snowboarden und Eislaufen. Wintersports like wie skiing, snowboarding and ice skating. Eislaufen literally means to run on ice. Aber es macht Spaß. But it's fun.
1: What about Julius?
2: Für Sommersport wie Schwimmen, Windsurfen und Reiten soll man auch trainieren. Aber das macht auch Spaß.
0: What's reiten? That strong T softened to a D sound, giving you riding. Man soll trainieren. Aber das macht auch Spaß. One ought to train. But that's also fun. Listen to other Sportarten, kinds of sport, and you'll be surprised how many you recognize here too.
2: Golf, Judo, Tennis, Tischtennis, Gymnastik, Leichtathletik, Fußball, Basketball, Federball, Rennen.
0: Do be clear about the pronunciation for Ball, Fußball, Basketball remembering that sound shift from d to the softer th what do you think federball means
1: featherball badminton and rennen
0: running and if you're sportlich sporty you'll be interested in the weltmeisterschaft world championship die welt the world As in weltweit, worldwide, meister, master. So,
1: how would you say tennis world champion?
0: Tennis Weltmeister. Tennis Weltmeister, or for a woman, Tennis Weltmeisterin. Just add an IN to make it feminine. So, Sportler for a sportsman, and for a woman.
1: Sportlerin. Ja. Sportlerin, Sekretär and Sekretärin. Ja, die Sekretärin. You can guess a male student. Student. Der Student und die Studentin. Die Studentin. And finally, if Julius is a pianist, he would say...
2: Ich bin pianist.
1: Ich
0: bin pianist. No need to put ein or eine in front of professions. As Julia loves to dance, she is not a Tänzer but a...
1: Tänzerin. Ja, sie ist Tänzerin. Nice and easy, isn't it? Okay. What about the Ihren verb for to respect?
0: Respektieren. Das war leicht nicht. That was easy, wasn't it? Respektieren. So how would you say, please respect the language rules? The language is die Sprache. And the rules are die Regeln. Fuse the two together, but drop the E of Sprache. You try it. Language rules.
2: Sprachregeln.
0: That's right. Sprachregeln. Another example of how German puts two building blocks together. And you're doing it yourself already. The polite command form, please respect, is very straightforward in German. Firstly say, you respect, using the polite Z.
2: Sie respektieren.
0: Gut. Sie respektieren. Simply turn that around into respektieren Sie and you have the command form. How would you now say please respect the language
1: rules?
2: Respektieren Sie bitte die
0: Sprachregeln. Respektieren Sie bitte die Sprachregeln. Prima. How about to concentrate? This is a reflexive verb Like two others Michelle Thomas introduced you to. What was to wash
1: oneself? Sich waschen. That's right. Sich waschen. And to feel.
2: Sich fühlen.
0: Richtig. Sich fühlen. How you feel within yourself. Now, think of to concentrate as a reflexive verb too, because you focus your own mind. Take the English A-T-E ending away from to concentrate before you add the Ehren ending. So, to concentrate?
1: Sich konzentrieren. Did you remember
0: the reflexive sich in sich konzentrieren? Hoffentlich. Hopefully. I hope so. But note that in German the first C changes to a K. Konzentrieren. And the second C becomes a Z, pronounced Z, konzentrieren. Now, remembering what happens to the word order when you stress something, how would you say, for German one must concentrate?
1: Für Deutsch muss man sich konzentrieren.
0: Sehr gut. Für Deutsch muss man sich konzentrieren und die Sprachregeln respektieren. Getting the hang of it now? Here's another and verb. What
1: about to discriminate?
2: Diskriminieren.
1: Ja, diskriminieren. What about to integrate?
0: Integrieren. Richtig, integrieren. Getting easier, isn't it? If you manage that, this will be noch leichter, even easier.
1: How about to motivate? Motivieren. Richtig, motivieren. And to inspire?
2: Inspirieren. Auch richtig.
0: Also right. Inspirieren. So how would you say, a journey to Vienna will inspire and motivate me? Firstly, let's consider the word journey. If to travel is reisen,
1: then a journey is. Eine Reise.
0: Gut, eine Reise. That's capital R-E-I-S-E. Remember to use the Viet handel and the whole verb,
1: the full verb for the future tense.
2: Eine Reise nach Wien wird mich inspirieren und motivieren.
0: Ausgezeichnet, excellent. Eine Reise nach Wien wird mich inspirieren und motivieren. Now, try and guess to
1: finance. Finanzieren.
0: Perfekt, finanzieren, with a Z, zah, instead of a C, of course. And how would you say to reduce?
2: Reduzieren.
1: Genau, exactly,
0: reduzieren, with a Z. So how would you say, I had to reduce the cost? The cost is die Kosten, which is
1: plural. Ich musste die Kosten
0: reduzieren. Ich musste die Kosten reduzieren. Remember, Michelle Thomas taught you that if to do something implies in order to do something, you must use um plus zu and the full verb. My is minor, with a final e. When it describes the D-Word, Reise. So how would you say, in order to finance my journey?
1: Um meine Reise zu finanzieren.
0: Gut, um meine Reise zu finanzieren. Let's put that together now. I had to reduce the cost to finance my journey.
1: Ich musste die Kosten reduzieren, um meine Reise
0: zu finanzieren. Ich musste die Kosten reduzieren, um meine Reise zu finanzieren. Well done. I hope the way the verbs rhyme is helping you. How would you say to criticize?
2: Kritisieren.
1: Genau,
0: exactly. Kritisieren. Spelled K-R-I-T-I-S-I-E-R-E-N. On your imaginary holiday... Politely ask your Viennese boss, Herr Klagemann, not to criticise your German. So, Mr. Klagemann, please don't criticise my
1: German. Herr Klagemann, kritisieren
0: Sie mein Deutsch bitte nicht. Herr Klagemann, kritisieren Sie mein Deutsch bitte nicht. To correct is tricky because this changes to korrigieren. That's K-O-R-R. I-G-I-E-R-E-N. Now, if Fehler are mistakes, how would you say, Mr. Klagemann, correct my mistakes, please?
1: Herr Klagemann, korrigieren Sie meine
0: Fehler, bitte. Gut. Korrigieren Sie meine Fehler, bitte. Okay. If to correct is korrigieren, can you guess to react?
1: Reagieren. Sehr
0: gut. Reagieren. In English we say to react to, but in German it's to react on, reagieren auf. Just like warten auf, to wait on. We of course say to wait for. Using reagieren auf, let's ask how Herr Klagemann reacted to my request. In the past tense all Ieran verbs are totally consistent. Garantiert. When we dive into the past, the verb always reappears with IERT on the end, but without a GE up front. For example, organisieren in the past becomes.
1: Organisiert. Organisiert. Kritisieren becomes. Kritisiert. Kritisiert. Reservieren becomes. Reserviert und so weiter, and so on, etc. And now reagieren.
2: Reagiert.
1: Gut, reagiert. So how would you say, how did he react? Wie hat er reagiert? Ja, das ist die Frage.
0: Yes, that's the question. Wie hat er reagiert? Now, let's go further and try... How did he react to it? You may recall Michelle Thomas explaining that an and das contract to daran. Think of sich gewöhnen daran, to get used to it, and sich beschäftigen damit, to be occupied with it. So, if to react to is reagieren auf,
1: how would you say to react to it? Reagieren darauf.
0: Reagieren darauf. Richtig. And now, how did he react to it?
1: Wie hat er darauf reagiert? Wie hat er darauf reagiert? Okay, here's another iran verb. To inform.
2: Informieren.
1: Ja, informieren. And informed. Gut, informiert. Let's try, I hope that you are now better informed. Starting with, I hope.
0: Ich hoffe. Gut, ich hoffe. Now, remembering that das triggers a vile situation, sending the verb to the end, add that you are now better informed.
2: Dass Sie jetzt besser informiert sind.
0: Dass Sie jetzt besser informiert sind. And putting that together, I hope
1: that you are now better informed.
2: Ich hoffe, dass Sie jetzt besser informiert sind.
0: Prima. Ich hoffe, dass Sie jetzt besser informiert sind. Now what about Thank you. Everything was wonderfully organized. Wonderfully is wunderbar.
1: Danke, alles war wunderbar organisiert.
0: Richtig, danke, alles war wunderbar organisiert. To amuse oneself in the sense of to enjoy oneself, have a good time, is another reflexive verb because you amuse yourself. Try to work it
1: out.
2: Sich amüsieren.
0: Richtig, sich amüsieren. So how would you say, did you enjoy yourself? Dive into the past using the Z-Form.
1: Haben Sie sich amüsiert? Gut. Haben Sie sich amüsiert?
0: Now, let's build on Did you enjoy yourself whilst studying? This structure requires a little explanation. You may remember, Michelle Thomas taught us how to transform verbs into nouns by putting das in front of the whole verb. He mentioned das Leben, the life, or the living, and das Essen, the food, or the eating of. Okay, once you have transformed the verb into a noun, placing the word beim in front of it gives you when or whilst doing that action. So if lesen is to read, how would you say while reading?
2: Beim lesen.
1: Beim lesen. And if to listen to is Zuhören? What about while listening? Beim Zuhören. Beim Zuhören. And while playing?
0: Beim Spielen. Beim Spielen. Okay, if das Klavier is the piano, just hook it on to spielen and say, while playing the piano, while piano playing.
2: Beim Klavierspielen.
0: Gut. Beim Klavierspielen. Now back to our sentence. Haben Sie sich amüsiert
1: while studying?
2: Haben Sie sich amüsiert beim Studieren?
0: Genau. Exactly. Haben Sie sich amüsiert beim Studieren? Oh, haben Sie sich beim Studieren amüsiert? Hoffentlich. Hopefully. Then congratulations are in order. And to congratulate just happens to be another Erin verb. Just chop off the prefix con from congratulate as well as the ending ATE. So how would you say to congratulate?
1: Gratulieren. Richtig.
0: Gratulieren. You may need this to congratulate someone on their birthday. Zum Geburtstag. By the way, you congratulate someone to their birthday in German and not on. So with gratulieren, you will use Ihnen, to you, and not Sie. That's if you're using the polite form. So, how would you say, I would like to congratulate you on your birthday. First, I would like to congratulate you.
2: Ich möchte Ihnen
0: gratulieren. Gut, ich möchte Ihnen gratulieren. Now insert zum Geburtstag in the right place.
2: Ich möchte Ihnen zum Geburtstag gratulieren.
0: Super! Ich möchte Ihnen zum Geburtstag gratulieren. Alles Gute! All the best! If it's a close friend, you'll use dear. Dear. D-I-R. Dear. So, wishing a close relative
1: a happy birthday, you'd say... Ich möchte dir zum Geburtstag gratulieren. Ich möchte dir zum Geburtstag gratulieren. Danke! You now
0: have a bundle of EAR and verbs under your belt. And there are plenty more in the user manual for you to pick up and use. Before we move on, though, let me just highlight the three bad guys you won't be able to work out. They are verlieren, to lose, spazieren gehen, to go for a walk, and passieren, to happen. For passieren, if you think of to happen as to come to pass, then passieren should stick in your memory quite easily. Let's start with verlieren, to lose. Although it ends in ehren it bears no resemblance to the English word lose. And what's more, when you dive into the past, you come up with verloren. So... Imagine I've lost my train ticket. Knowing it's the equivalent of a travel card, let's see if you can work out the word for ticket. To drive or to travel
1: is. Fahren. Yeah, ja,
0: fahren. Now, bearing in mind the German T sound softened to a D, guess card. Karte. Gut. Karte. And dropping the EN ending of fahren, how would you say travel card or
1: ticket?
2: Fahrkarte.
1: Genau, exactly. Fahrkarte. As it's a D-word, my ticket becomes...
2: Meine Fahrkarte.
1: Richtig, Meine Fahrkarte. So, I've lost my ticket.
2: Ich habe meine Fahrkarte verloren.
0: Gut, ich habe meine Fahrkarte verloren. Let's now build on. Oh, how terrible. I've lost my ticket. As you can imagine, there are lots of ways of saying terrible in most languages, and German is no exception. Let's use schrecklich, as I'm pretty sure the word schreck will ring bells with you. Einen Schreck bekommen means to get, to have a fright. Schreck, fright, lich, full. So, wie schrecklich becomes, how frightful, how terrible. So, once again, how would you now say, oh, how terrible, I've lost my ticket.
2: Ach, wie schrecklich, ich habe meine Fahrkarte verloren.
0: Ach, wie schrecklich, ich habe meine Fahrkarte verloren. Wie ärgerlich, wie dumm, how annoying, how stupid. The second bad guy is gehen. Again, you couldn't have guessed to walk, spazieren, and you need to dive from the sein board into the past, as it's a verb of coming and going. Having dived, you do come up with spaziert, as expected. But what happens when two verbs are involved? To go for a walk is gehen. Kein Problem. Dive into the past with gehen, and leave spazieren alone first though how do you say i went to go is of course a coming and going verb so use the sein board and the diving form is gegangen so
1: i went is
2: ich bin gegangen
1: gut ich bin gegangen okay and now i went for a walk
2: ich bin spazieren gegangen
0: Ja, ich bin spazieren gegangen. You can say, ich bin dorthin spaziert. I walked there. This confirms that you walked there as opposed to drove, ran or cycled there. But spazieren gehen means to go for a walk. Our third and last bad guy is passieren, to happen, to come to pass. When something goes wrong, you will immediately hear, what's the matter? Was ist los? Probably followed by, what happened? Here use passieren. Like spazieren, you dive from the sein board into the past. So how would you say, what happened?
1: Was ist passiert? Richtig, was ist passiert? And finally, how would you say, nothing has happened, everything is in order?
2: Nichts ist passiert. Alles ist in Ordnung.
0: Super! Nichts ist passiert. Alles ist in Ordnung. Good. In that case, we'll leave those earin verbs and go on to the next ending. Just before we move on, though, let me stress that you can't expect to be able to attach Iren to every French-sounding verb in this way. But that's enough of verbs for now. Let's look at a set of nouns that you can work out straight from the English. These nouns end in tate. That's ta umlaut t. This tate ending frequently corresponds to the ity ending in English. But that's not consistently the case by any means. We'll start with some true friends, though, where it does apply. Michelle Thomas mentioned die Elektrizität, and I'm sure you can
1: guess what that means. Electricity,
0: of course. Incidentally, you met another word that means electricity when we talked about going with the flow. Do you remember the saying?
2: Mit dem Strom schwimmen
1: Prima.
0: Strom, a current of water, and an electric current are, after all, the same in English too. Strom, current. So, remembering funktionieren, how would you complain? The electricity in the room
1: doesn't work. Die Elektrizität im Zimmer
0: funktioniert nicht. Gut. Die Elektrizität im Zimmer funktioniert nicht. Im Zimmer is what you say if you are just in the room. It's a static situation. In other words, you're not walking into a room from outside it. This sounds like nitpicking, but there's a big difference in German between dealing with in and a static situation and into with a moving situation when you are going from outside an area into it don't worry about this now we'll come back to it later okay if the light is das licht and the living room das wohnzimmer what about the light
1: in the living room isn't working
0: das licht im wohnzimmer funktioniert nicht das licht im wohnzimmer funktioniert nicht Now, knowing schlafen is to sleep,
1: work out the bedroom.
2: Das Schlafzimmer.
0: Ja, das Schlafzimmer. Knowing the word der DVD-Spieler, how would you say the DVD-Player in the bedroom doesn't work? Der DVD-Spieler im Schlafzimmer funktioniert nicht. Der DVD-Spieler im Schlafzimmer funktioniert nicht. And if baden is to bathe and broken is kaputt, how would you say the shower in the bathroom is broken?
1: Die Dusche im Badezimmer ist kaputt. Gut,
0: die Dusche im Badezimmer ist kaputt. If Zentralheizung is the central heating and to be on, Is an sein, what about the central heating in the dining room? The eating room is not on.
2: Die Zentralheizung im Esszimmer ist nicht an.
0: Die Zentralheizung im Esszimmer ist nicht an. Richtig. Just to complete your knowledge of the vital rooms, the kitchen is die Küche and die Toilette, das Klo, or das WC, the toilet, of course. Back to those words ending in Tate.
1: Can you guess what activity might be?
2: Aktivität.
0: Perfekt. Aktivität. The plural of all Tate words is Taten. So how would you say activities?
1: Aktivitäten. Richtig.
0: Aktivitäten. You want to find out what sort of activities you can do in Vienna this evening. Instead of using tun, to do, let's learn the more upmarket verb, unternehmen, to undertake, widely used in German. Here you'll master two things simultaneously. Under, which is unter, the Anglo-Saxon influence is obvious here, and
1: to take, which you may recall is nehmen. Richtig. Put the two together, just as in English, and you get to undertake
0: unternehmen. So let's start with what sort of activities. What kind of, what sort of is, was für? A useful addition to your repertoire of question words. Was für? What sort of? Over to you now. What sort of activities?
2: Was für, Aktivitäten?
1: Was für Aktivitäten can one undertake?
2: Kann man unternehmen?
1: Kann man unternehmen. Sehr gut. We now need to insert in Vienna
0: and this evening. But first a digression into a special feature of German, the time, manner, place rule. In German, descriptions of time, manner and place should be in that order. Time, manner, place. Firstly, time, when something takes place. How do you ask
1: when? Wann. That's right. There may be a phrase that refers to manner, how something is carried out. So what is how?
0: Wie. Richtig. Thirdly, there could be a reference to place, where the action happens. Two possibilities here, where and where to, as in where are you and where are you
1: going to. These are
0: wo, where, wohin, where to. Richtig. Now, if any combination of time, manner or place elements appear in a sentence, German will put them in exactly that tidy order within the sentence. Time, manner, place. So from now on, I may remind you of the TMP, the Temp rule, and encourage you to be as tidy as the Germans. In your sentence, what sort of activities can one undertake in Vienna this evening? Which elements are present?
1: Yes time and place. Michel Thomas taught us this morning as heute morgen or heute früh. So this afternoon and this evening would be heute Nachmittag und heute Abend. Richtig. Heute Nachmittag und heute Abend. How do you say in Vienna?
0: In Wien. Ja. Yeah in Wien. Now insert in Vienna this evening into Was für Aktivitäten
1: kann man unternehmen?
0: Was für Aktivitäten kann man heute Abend in Wien unternehmen? Was für Aktivitäten kann man heute Abend in Wien unternehmen? Well done if you juggled all those pieces of information correctly. Even if you didn't, you still managed to get the ball over the net. Of course, you could simply say, Was gibt's zu tun hier? What is there to do here? But it's good to have some grown-up expressions at the ready. Michelle Thomas was very scathing about courses that
1: just taught baby talk. Imagine
0: your host in Vienna suggests you go out together, zusammen ausgehen. Listen to the choices Julius suggests to Julia. They will sound remarkably familiar.
2: Julia, ich schlage vor, dass wir ins Theater oder ins Konzert gehen.
1: Ins Theater, ins Konzert? Nein, gehen wir
0: lieber ins Restaurant, etwas essen. Ich schlage vor. A very handy expression meaning I suggest. Lieber means rather or preferably. As they can't agree... Listen to a few more Vorschläge, suggestions. Der Vorschlag and its plural die Vorschläge come from the separable verb you just heard, vorschlagen.
2: Warum gehen wir nicht ins Mozartmuseum oder ins Kino?
0: Nein, ich will ins Gasthaus essen gehen oder ins Nachtlokal tanzen. Ins Kino, to the cinema. Ins Gasthaus, to a pub and eating place ins Nachtlokal oder Nachtclub, to a nightclub. Your turn to make a suggestion, remembering, ich schlage vor, dass... How would you say, I suggest we go to the cinema
1: tonight?
2: Ich schlage vor, dass wir heute Abend ins Kino gehen.
0: Ich schlage vor, dass wir heute Abend ins Kino gehen. Well done if you remembered the temp rule and ordered the sentence correctly. Did you notice the word INS has cropped up a lot? If you want to go to these places, you have to use the word IN in the sense of INTO. For a dust word, that's INS. This is not the static situation we had before, when we talked about the electricity which wasn't working in the room. IM ZIMMER Instead, we have a situation involving MOTION. A movement from one place to another, and hence a change of location. You try this one again. I suggest that this evening we go to the theater. Ich schlage vor, dass wir heute Abend ins Theater gehen. Ich vor, dass wir heute Abend ins theater gehen. Okay, if to meet is treffen, try I suggest that we meet Julia in the theater.
2: Ich schlage vor, dass wir Julia im Theater treffen.
0: Ich schlage vor, dass wir Julia im Theater treffen. Got it. Ins Theater gehen, but Julia im
1: Theater treffen. Okay, back to another Tate word. How would you say university? Universität.
0: Universität. Hören Sie, was Julius darüber sagt. Listen to what Julius says about it. Verstehen Sie es? Do you
1: understand it?
2: Wien ist eine ausgezeichnete Universitätsstadt für Musik.
0: Vienna is an excellent university town for music. Wien ist eine ausgezeichnete Universitätsstadt für Musik all those ts and st sounds give mouth and lips a lot of
1: exercise try them again
0: Wien ist eine ausgezeichnete universitätsstadt für musik okay how about speciality bear in mind your english sh sound speciality will turn into yet another Z
1: sound, written with a Z.
0: Spezialität. Genau, Spezialität. Let's say there are many specialities to try there. There is and there are is eskipped, followed by zu and the second verb in its full form. So first, there are many
1: specialities. Es gibt viele
0: Spezialitäten. Gut, es gibt viele Spezialitäten. To try is one of your reliable French friends. Probieren. So, once again, there are many Specialities to try
1: there. Es gibt dort viele Spezialitäten
0: zu probieren. Es gibt dort viele Spezialitäten zu probieren. Now. Let's repeat that, starting
1: with dort. Dort
0: gibt es viele Spezialitäten zu probieren. Gut, das klingt besser. That sounds better. Dort gibt es viele Spezialitäten zu probieren. Moving on, how would you say mentality?
1: Mentalität. Mentalität. And spontaneity?
0: Spontanität. Richtig. Spontanität. So how would you say the Viennese mentality is unique? Just add ER to Wien and you get Wiener, Viennese. Unique in logical German fashion is einmalig. Listen to the einmal in einmalig. Michel Thomas explained that mal means a time, as in Das erste Mal, das zweite Mal, the first and the second time. If something is einmalig, though, then by nature it is a one-time, one-off event, unique. Einmalig. That's E-I-N-M-A-L-I-G. So, once again, the Viennese
1: mentality is unique.
2: Die Wiener Mentalität ist einmalig.
0: Gut. Divina Wiener Mentalität ist einmalig. And building on that, the people have charm, humor and spontaneity. You may recall, Michel Thomas gave you two words for people, and it's wise to know both. One means a human being, more of a specialized word, yet you will also meet it in colloquial speech. Can you remember what it is? Der Mensch Richtig, der Mensch. You may hear colloquial phrases such as, Du armer Mensch, you poor thing. It's even used for, hey, or gosh, or even literally, man, as in Mensch, das war aber toll. Hey man, that was great. Die Menschen tends to mean people, humanity in general. However, die Leute, that's capital L-E-U-T-E, Only exists in the plural. And that's what you need if you're saying the people have charm, etc. Let's just improve on haben and learn besitzen, meaning to have in the sense of to own or possess. That's B E S -S I T Z E N, besitzen. So how would you
1: say the people have?
0: die leute besitzen die leute besitzen now charm humor and spontaneity try to work out charm and humor only a tiny change in the pronunciation is needed
1: charm and humor charm
0: and humor now remembering besitzen to possess how would you say the people have charm humor and
1: Spontaneity. Die Leute besitzen
0: Charm, Humor und Spontanität. Das stimmt. That's right. Die Leute besitzen Charm, Humor und Spontaneität. For another Tate word, what about minority?
1: Minorität. Minorität and majority?
0: Majorität. Majorität. But you'll also hear die Mehrheit, majority, and die Minderheit, minority. And now
1: quantity. Quantität. Quantität. And quality?
2: Qualität.
0: Qualität. So how would you say the quality of the art exhibitions in Berlin? Is superb. Art is Kunst. Capital K-U-N-S-T. Kunst. The exhibition? Die Ausstellung. What is the plural of Ausstellung?
1: Ausstellungen. And now linking the two together for art exhibitions?
0: Kunstausstellungen. It's an art in itself, pronouncing these compound German words, isn't it? The secret is to allow yourself gaps in between. Kunstausstellungen.
1: Kunstausstellungen. Now, to say
0: the quality of the art exhibitions, there is just one transition you need to understand. Let's clear this up properly and then we'll return to our sentence. Okay. What is the normal plural for the, which applies to all genders? Yes, D. However, if you want to say of the in the sense of belonging to, a change will occur. Your D changes to dare in order to express this concept of belonging or possession. Here's an example. Let's say the journalists always have mobile phones. That would be, die Journalisten haben immer Handys. Very handy, knowing the word das Handy for a mobile phone. The journalists are, as you would expect, die Journalisten. But if you want to say the mobile phones of the journalists, then you must say die Handys der Journalisten making it clear these are the mobile phones belonging to the journalists. Let's call this the belonging situation. What alerts you to that change in the plural from D to DARE is the keyword OF. Incidentally, the same transition applies to the feminine D, which also changes to DARE in such a belonging situation. Let's try a few examples to make sure this point is quite clear. If the students are die Studenten and Autos are cars, how would you say the students have cars?
1: Die Studenten haben Autos.
0: Yes, die Studenten haben Autos. Let's turn that into the cars of the students are old and shabby. Old is alt, shabby, schäbig. That's S-C-H, A-umlaut, B-I-G, schäbig. So once again, the cars of the students are old and shabby.
2: Die Autos der Studenten sind alt und schäbig.
0: That's right. The cars of belonging to the students, die Autos der Studenten, Sind alt und schäbig. What about the shoes of the children are brand new? Work out the shoes.
1: Die Schuhe. Die Schuhe. Yes. And the children?
2: Die Kinder.
0: Die Kinder. Yes. Now, if brand new is brand neu, how would you say? The children's
1: shoes are brand new.
0: Die Schuhe der Kinder sind brandneu. Die Schuhe der Kinder, of the children belonging to the children, sind brandneu. Let's now apply this belonging situation to our original sentence. Remembering that art exhibitions are die Kunstausstellungen, how would you say the quality of Of the art exhibitions.
2: Die Qualität der Kunstausstellungen.
0: Genau. Die Qualität der Kunstausstellungen. And now, the quality of the art exhibitions in Berlin is superb. Michelle Thomas taught you several words for superb. Herrlich, wunderbar, fantastisch. But let's use großartig. His grown up word Gross big artig is a common ending meaning like resembling großartig big like superb so once again the quality of the art
1: exhibitions in berlin is superb
2: die qualität der kunstausstellungen in berlin ist großartig
0: Großartig. Superb. Die Qualität der Kunstausstellungen in Berlin ist großartig. And so is your progress. Back to a few more Tate words.
1: Originality. Originalität. Originalität. And Creativity. Kreativität. Creativity: spelt with ak.